All right, this is Brent Leary, and with me today is Brennan Lowe, Head of Business Development for Shopify. Brennan, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So before we jump in and start talking about where we're at with e-commerce, particularly when, it, uh, when we're talking about small businesses, maybe you can give, a, give me a, a little bit of your personal background. Yeah, absolutely. So I joined Shopify uh, about four years ago, um, a startup in Ottawa, Canada, where we're based right now, uh, that was trying to do something really unique for entrepreneurs and for small businesses. And, and the idea was in 2004, 2005, if you wanted to set up an online store, you really had limited options. And selling online was, was a very nascent uh, concept at the time. You could post a product on eBay or on uh, Yahoo stores, for example, um, but they were very templated and didn't give small businesses a lot of uh, uh, options in terms of flexibility and design and features. And at the other end of the spectrum, you had platforms like Cactus Commerce and um, you know and, and enterprise platforms, which would do everything under the sun, but it cost you half a million dollars to, to get that up and running. So we kind of looked at e-commerce and uh, through the lens of a small business where if you're a craftsman or a curator and you don't have the technical know-how or the resources of the big guys, how do you simply launch an online store and, uh, and get up and running and selling easily? So we started from our humble abode, a little coffee shop in Ottawa, and, and today have scaled into uh, you know, a leader in this space with over 120,000 stores in 150 countries. So it's, uh, it's an exciting time for small businesses for sure. No, let's talk a little bit about that. You said you've been there for about four years, probably a little more than that, and where we are today with e-commerce. How how far have small businesses come in their abilities to really take advantage and, and transact business online compared to four years ago? Yeah, it, it, it's a great observation. I mean, four years ago, I think small businesses questioned whether they belonged online uh, in a retail aspect. I think they had been convinced that things like Facebook and, and Twitter and managing a, a, a profile on Yelp uh, were important, but that was probably the extent that they needed to play in the online space. The evolution quickly came when a lot of big competitors started disrupting the models of small businesses and, uh, and, and forced them to look at themselves in a different light and to take ownership of their brand and not look at e-commerce as a, a feature, but rather a necessity to grow and to stay relevant as a business. And what brought that vision closer to more SMBs at a more affordable price and with better technology has really been the emerging of platforms and platforms and software as a service where small businesses can pay a small nominal monthly amount and receive all the tools that the big guys held and once used as a moat to prevent small businesses from being direct competitors. And today, as a small business, you can start a, an online store for less than $30 a month, be up and running in a couple of hours having no HTML or CSS or programming experience with a beautiful online store that can do everything from accept credit cards and order management and inventory management and CRM and you know, even connecting into ERP um, at the fraction of a cost and, 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 and in a very, very easy uh, and practical way. So it's been very disruptive, and e-commerce has just become such an accessible tool to every small business and every entrepreneur. You mentioned, you know, the ability, uh, the, the 
Yeah, the, the, the ability to use platforms today and, and something like what you guys are doing. Um, what areas of attracting the business and establishing a, a, a relationship with the, you know, the online shopper, what pieces to the puzzle are still more challenging than others when it comes to doing e-commerce from a small business perspective? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I mean, you think of someone right now, if they were to go to Shopify.com and, and try and, and go through this process, there's a couple of friction points that you know, are unique to the online experience um, but are getting easier. Um, I'd say the first one is if you're going to sell online, you want your merchants to be able, your customers to be able to transact. And transacting means you're going to have to interact with credit cards like Visa and MasterCard and American Express. Now, even four years ago, getting the ability and the privilege to actually accept Visa and MasterCard on your store meant you had to be underwritten by the banks. They'd have to do a personal ID check. They might have you to fax in a, a birth certificate and, and, and do a 7 to 10 to 20 vigorous investigation that you're not you know, a fraudster. And tools like Stripe and, and, and Braintree have done a remarkable job of lowering the barriers for a small business to accept credit cards without having to prove that they've been in business for five years. You know, another example is in the shipping space. You know, the idea that a merchant has to take this order from online, put something into a box and deliver it to the postal uh, outlet and ensure that the customer is going to receive that with, say, a tracking number or parcel insurance, that's still a very manual and tedious process. And I think we're finding some really great things happening in the postal space which are showing that, you know, next day delivery, as popularized by Amazon, is something that even a small business can offer. Um, and it's not whether it wants to offer it, but because people like Amazon and eBay have the scale to push this industry forward, consumers are demanding it of the places that they shop. These are no longer options. These are what consumers have in a mindset as what they need or deserve. And small businesses uh, you know, have to be able to provide that service if they want to stay competitive. And talk a little bit about the impact that mobiles, mobile devices are having on e-commerce. Is it uh, as easy or maybe just compare and contrast mobile commerce from e-commerce, and, and do you have to start thinking mobile first, or do you have to have a more of a overall strategy for integrating mobile commerce into your overall e-commerce strategy? Yeah, so about four or five months ago, we looked at all of the traffic on Shopify, and this is, this is over, over 100,000 small businesses in their online stores. And for the first time ever, we found that mobile traffic accounted for more than 50% of all of the e-commerce visits. And what was really cool about that is if you actually divided it, it was 50.3% mobile and 49.7% desktop. So mobile was actually divided into smartphone and tablet. So smartphones were about 40%, tablets about 10%. Now what's interesting, this is visits, and this is a very popular um, you know, concept that we're experiencing, this idea of snacking where you know, on, the, on the bus to work or on the drive home or on the couch after work, people are looking on their, on their smartphones and they're visiting and they're browsing through social media um, and, and then finding these products on these web stores. But they aren't buying as quickly. And, and, and buying conversion on mobile hasn't had the exponential kicker that I think it will. And the result of that is because 
right now across many online experiences, if you want to check out on your smartphone, you're still restricted to having to pinch and zoom and enter a 16-digit credit card number and an expiry date on an experience that was designed for desktop. And I think that's a huge nut that you know, a lot of these existing uh, businesses are trying to crack. You look at Apple Pay, you look at uh, Visa, you know, V.me and, and MasterCard Express and all these different wallets coming to play where the, you can use your fingerprint and, and check out or you can you know, maybe even use voice activation to check out. So I think visits is very much prominent that mobile is the future of browsing. Um, but there's still a huge opportunity to improve conversion in the mobile experience. And that's going to come through technology play. That's going to come through making it easy to check out on the go as opposed to having to wait till you can get back to your desktop computer. And I, I think there's uh, something else that comes to mind is that, you know, there's a lot of focus on the transaction. And it, of course it's incredibly important. <clears throat> but in today's social world uh, where customers seem to have more of an upper hand, uh, where does customer engagement fit in and, and, and relationship fit in when uh, companies are going down the e-commerce road? They they have to have the, the nuts and bolts and be able to take the transactions, but uh, you want to have more than just a single one-time experience. So how how are companies and particularly small businesses, you know, managing you know putting together the e-commerce experience, but also going beyond just the looking at it from an individual transaction to really building a full-blown relationship, a long-term, and hopefully uh, creating brand advocates uh, beyond just one transaction with e-commerce. Yeah, I, I think the key there is, is, is establishing and creating a, a truly uh, robust brand. And one of the things that is easy for small businesses to do because it's very cost-efficient and, uh, and easy to use is social media. And ensuring, for example, as a small business that you have a Facebook page and a Twitter account and, and maybe even a Pinterest board or a YouTube channel, depending on how your customers or your audience receives the information that you produce. Um, to give you an example, when we looked at the traffic that was coming to our stores from a social side of things, Facebook actually accounted for two-thirds of all visits from social media sites to Shopify stores. And what that meant was as long as you had a strong Facebook presence, you were hitting the number one platform that had the largest impact on referral traffic to your site. You know, more than that, so two-thirds of that was visits, 85% of all orders came from Facebook. So it shows you that anyone can create a Facebook page and anyone can interact with their customers by creating great content and, and creating engagement throughout the buying process as you alluded to. And that's a very important thing to recognize because it's a really democratizing statistic when you look at, hey, how do I compete with Best Buy or how do I compete with you know, Barnes & Noble if I'm in, I'm in the housekeeping space? So it's, it's a great thing to think about and, and, and a really a great equalizer if you're looking at engagement. And you know, one other thing I would say is one of the reasons why Shopify was actually created was because as we were trying to sell snowboards in 2004 and 2005 and realized we didn't have a platform that we liked that could do it on top of just making a one or two transactions on eBay, which was a very transactional platform, one of the things that became apparent is that 
By owning the web store for our own brand, we have the ability post-transaction to communicate with that merchant on an ongoing basis. And the notion of having a CRM and, and, and again, customer relationship software that allowed us to track and hold on to emails or phone numbers that would you know, allow us to reach out to the person every winter and say, hey, sir, it's that time of year. Do you have your boots? Do you, did your feet grow? Do you need new boat boots? Do you have uh, new binding requirements? That allowed us to continue the conversation throughout time and not just at the end of the, 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 the first transaction. Yeah, I guess when you, uh, Amazon has been kind of a pioneer in doing certain things that build a relationship with the Amazon Prime and, and, and just knowing the customer based on the data they have and their ability to use it. So if you were to look out, I don't know, a year or two from now, uh, what are going to be the things, the, the kind of the hot areas from an e-commerce standpoint that small businesses in particular should be you know, aware of and really planning for? Yeah, I think the idea is that um, for a small business, you need to be selling anywhere and everywhere you can. Um, I don't think that there is particularly one channel that works best uh, and only one channel when you're a small business. Uh, the reality is if you're a scrappy entrepreneur or you know, a, a small business that's fighting to survive as, as just about every one of them are, you know, any sale is a good sale. And Shopify tends to be a home for a lot of the businesses that we have on the platform. They look at their merchant dashboard to figure out their traffic and their sales patterns and create coupon codes. But the reality is that they're shipping, you know, they're shipping um, and selling online as well as offline at trade shows and craft fairs and, and markets. So having a, a mobile component in person in retail is very important. So point of sale uh, and a mobile payments product in Shopify recently released those kind of products as well. But also selling on eBay, selling on Amazon, sell any way you can is very important. And I think one challenge that a lot of merchants are going to face as time goes on is going to be consolidating all of that data. And the reality is today that a lot of our small businesses are selling in four or five different places across different channels. But at the end of the year, when you got when the tax man starts knocking, you know, do you have insight into your business to know what you owe in taxes, or for example, what promo codes are working best for you, or which uh, which sales channels are most effective? So I think actually conquering the data challenge that will come from selling online in so many different places is one that I think a lot of merchants need to be uh, need to be aware of because. It can be a nuisance, but it can also be your biggest asset. If you can interpret that data into action and into information that you could act on, it's your biggest and most powerful weapon as a small business. Having a great conversation with Brennan Lowe from Shopify. Uh, Brennan, where can people learn more about uh, what you guys do and maybe just how they can really get up and running with e-commerce uh, in the near future? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's two, here, two answers for this. You know, Number one, if you want to action on this and you want to open an online store, you're interested, you know, check out Shopify.com um, and, and, and there's free trials. Uh, there's no commitments. You can just go through and see if, if running an online business or running an online store is right for you. The second is if you're a retailer and, and you're really interested in, in, in figuring out trends and infographics and, and, and the like, we have a great blog at Shopify.com slash blog that's got new content every day about uh, important to small retailers and small businesses online or offline. It's just trying to get the word out there that you know small businesses are the future of retail. 
uh, and they, they're starting to mean a lot and compete with the biggest names in the business like Amazon and eBay. And, you know, the time has never been better to get into that space if, 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 you, uh, if you have that option available to you.